Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric here with IRAC Veteran 8888. Today, we've got another gun gripe episode for you, and I've got a couple of special guests here with me today. This is Matt and Clint uh, from Meet the Pressers. They've got a great YouTube channel slash podcast. Great group of guys. Uh, Matt here is from the state of New York, upstate New York. Upstate. And then uh, Clint is from PA, Pittsburgh area. Yes, sir. So uh, it's always great to get some fresh perspective here on gun gripes. We're going to be diving into a really interesting concept. You guys might be uh, you know, recall recently where a federal judge upheld that the 2018 law to prevent those under the age of 21 in the state of Florida from purchasing a firearm has been upheld, of course. So we're going to kind of dive into that and talk about it a little bit. And we're posing the question, is the state of Florida anti-gun? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to be diving into this. But before we do, it would actually be a really good opportunity for me to tell you guys about USCCA. Uh, United States Concealed Carry Association. You guys have probably heard of them or heard that uh, term thrown around a little bit. Uh, They are a great group of people. They provide self-defense legal protection. So if you're involved in a legal shooting, uh, they definitely go out of their way to provide the legal resources to make sure uh, that you're taken care of and that you can come out, uh, you know, hopefully on top. They do have lots of firearms education, different training resources, tons of videos, guides, books, and articles. So don't think of it like a um, like a gun insurance type of thing. The best way to think about it is along the lines of a total training regimen and a advocacy regimen that helps make sure that you're not put in a situation where you're going to be involved in a bad shooting or you're going to make a bad decision. So they help you know give you the resources to make sure that you understand the laws in your area, what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, what's a good shoot, what's a bad shoot. So really, really great opportunity for that. It's more than a firearms insurance. Uh, it provides you with a good amount of knowledge across a broad spectrum of different things to make sure that you are a well-informed and trained gun owner as well. So that if you are involved in a shooting, that it is something that you're going to come out on top legally and make sure that you're not going to get in a bunch of trouble, okay? Uh, they do have three tiers. They have a gold, platinum, and elite. And each of those different tiers uh, provides some different coverage amounts uh, in terms of liability coverage, personal in- injury coverage, and stuff like that. So check it out. Use the code IV8888. Uh, check out the link below. Go over to USCCA and tell them that we sent you. So... Matt and Clint are also involved with USCCA. So you guys had some really good, uh, you know, uh, experience with them. Yes. Senior training counselors for the CCHDF program. Yeah. Awesome. So that's one thing about USCCA is they do have some great, you know, training programs and they do provide those training resources in addition to, you know, just the carry advocacy that comes along with the legal protection. Well, you know, we we want our fellow Americans to not only be armed Americans, but well-educated and and, uh, well-regulated in the true sense of what that means. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you. So we're going to dive into this. You know, when you look at the state of Florida and you look at everything that's been going on, Mm -hmm. and I'd love to have y'all's perspective on this because y'all live in a geographical location that might as well be Mars compared to Florida. Like Florida is a very, very different place. Like it's, it's, you know, different environment. But Mm -hmm. when you look at the state of Florida, there seems to be this movement in Florida that seems to be, let's just say, a very freedom-oriented movement, right? We see that everything from mask mandates uh, to various things uh, relating to freedom and liberty, uh, it seems that Florida is trying to sort of lead the the, the, the call, right, for that. So when we see something like an anti-gun 
situation being upheld, it, it does make you sort of question, like, you know, well, how pro-Constitution, pro-liberty, pro-freedom, you know, are they really on that freedom train? Or is it all just a facade? Well, I think a lot of the, the layers of the onion, and no matter what state you're in, you've got different politicians at all different levels of government. And I think that that's what, kind of what we're seeing here. And, you know, the, that whole bill, the whole law that came about in 2018 was because of the, the school shooting and uh, rush emotions. We always talk about yeah, those yeah. emotions, and yeah. emotions is what drives a lot of these bills to be turned into law. And I, I think that's probably where this went, and now it's being upheld by probably, I would assume, a, a liberal anti-gun judge in that sense, even though he says that he's just following the... You know, what he has to follow based on. Well, you have to look at kind of the evolution of Florida going towards the side of darkness when it comes to liberty. Look at the population and how it's changing and where those new residents are coming from. Yep. You know, we see that happening in Texas with people leaving California. We've seen what has happened to Colorado with a lot of the Californians moving mm -hmm. there and bringing their liberal ideas and anti-gun ideas in many cases as well. Right. So perhaps this is a reflection of that. So this mass exodus becomes uh, an importation of bad ideas as well as good ideas. So when you see this sort of leading of the charge of, of this pro-freedom movement that seems to be sweeping over a lot of Florida, I mean, a lot of these videos, these viral videos that you see on Instagram mm -hmm. and on Twitter and various social media sites, you see these videos of people getting together and having a good time, they're shooting fireworks, and it seems that there's just this really big push to patriotism, and, uh, you know, conservative values seem to have taken a good, strong uh, root and uphold uh, in, in Florida, right? So yeah. when we see an anti-gun, uh, you know, measure get upheld, it certainly does make you question how far down that rabbit hole we end up going. So very true. Uh, the way that this situation kind of reads, and I'm just going to be very, very brief and, and just kind of paraphrase this, Essentially, in the state of Florida, you cannot buy a firearm, period, if you're under the age of 21. Mm -hmm. Now, generally speaking, now each state, of course, is a little different. Uh, some states have their own individual you know, ways that they handle things. But generally speaking, the age to buy a long gun is 18 and the age to buy a pistol is 21. Uh, that's pretty true throughout most, most places. Yeah. Okay, So it is an outlier that we have now this, uh, you know, there's three years there uh, that someone that could buy a long gun now cannot buy a long gun until they're 21. So they're treating 21 as the universal age uh, that you can buy a firearm, period, be it rifle or uh, pistol. Yeah, you can die for your country. Right. Yeah. You can drink a beer. You can uh, yes, age of consent. Uh, mm -hmm. You can, you can, yeah. There's you can all exercise you can your Fifth Amendment right. Yeah. But selectively <laughs> now, these people that are 21 years of age or, or, you know, younger than 21, they cannot exercise their Second right. Amendment right. And get married. So in those other states where maybe there's a limitation, the handgun playing devil's advocate, you could say, well, we're not limiting their Second Amendment rights because they can buy a long gun. Right. But here, like everything's off the books. Unless you're 21, you can't buy any Anything. gun. And that is someone in government telling you, oh, you can exercise these rights, but not that one. Well, what's more frightening is now it's not just some person in government saying, here's this rule, here's this law, here, here we go. Now it's the court saying, yeah. all right, we're going to back the fact yeah, that it. a state can, can you know, we're going to uphold this. So that's the scary part. So yeah. what, why has 21 become the magic number? Who decided that? So, you know, when you open this Pandora's box, what could potentially happen? What, what if they end up saying, 26. all right, well, you have to be 30. You have to yeah. be 50. 70. Oh, you can't buy a gun until you're 60. 
you know, only a, a, a FUD 60-year-old needs to go hunt deer. What do you need a gun for? You don't, well, young man, you don't need a gun. But the, so what become, what's the, <laughs> the litmus there, you know? The Second Amendment does have the word bear in it, though. You know, it's not about hunting. <laughs> it's not about hunting bears. <laughs> it's bearing arms. Yeah, exactly. All right, so you're probably asking, well, what the heck? What about if you're under 21, how do you protect right. yourself? Well, under Florida law currently, if you're... 18 or older, you can be in possession of a long gun. You just can't purchase a long gun. Well, that doesn't make sense no, yeah. no. at all. You know, if it was truly a safety, it's kind of like red flag laws. You know, they say if this person is truly a, a, a problem or a potential problem, then why would you allow, you know, with a red flag law, why would you allow that person to go back into society and have access to Anything. gas and trucks and knives Crusher and box cutters? Box cutters. Yeah. So if you look at this from the standpoint of it being a safety measure, well, it loses all integrity when mm-hmm. I can't buy it, but I can have it. Yeah. So Correct. if they yeah. really believe that people under 21 can't be trusted with any gun, then why would they allow them to have it exactly. in this other case? Well, it's like the ambiguity of the brace situation, right? Yeah, we've, we've made several videos where we've talked about the Federal Register and, uh, you know, put, getting your comments in on the brace deal, which mm-hmm. is probably at the point of this video dropping still a thing. Make sure you get your comments in. I have to do some housekeeping there. Make sure mm-hmm. you go over to the Federal Register and submit your brace and receiver comments to the ATF. But the ambiguity of that situation still stands because they're not saying you can't keep said item or keep said configuration. They're just saying you have to pay a $200 tax stamp in order to keep it. Well, if you That's can simply pay a $200 extortion fee, yeah. it's not really illegal, is it? Registration leads to confiscation. Well, that's what they're saying right. now. That's right. what they're saying now. Yeah, so when, if that, that is line. to happen, then moving forward, if, if that can happen, then ooh, let's try something right. else. Yeah, but if happen. something is illegal until you pay a fee and then it's not illegal, it's not illegal. You're That's thinking, the uh, issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're thinking too logically, I guess. That's why we're not politicians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very true. So uh, I guess then the question sort of remains there. So, you know, is Florida anti-gun holistically? Like when you look at just the entire you know, lifeblood of Florida. Florida is a very diverse place. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different people. You know, there are strongholds and areas where, you know, people probably have a little bit more left-leaning or liberal views. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You know, people can think the way they want or whatever. But generally, most of the places I visit in Florida, I, I mm-hmm. typically will go to rural Florida and I like, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out in the Gulf Coast and fishing. Yeah. And I like, you know, going uh, up the Peace River. You know, I, there's all kind of places I like to visit in Florida that are kind of off the beaten track a bit. Yeah. And out there, people love their guns. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, Florida was the first the first carry permit that I received. They would issue to out of state. At the time, I lived in California. And in the, the county I was in at the time, there was no way I was going to get any type of license to carry. And, of mm-hmm. course, I couldn't carry in California with that license to carry. But right. Florida issued me one out of state. So when I would travel, I'd be able to take my farm to defend myself and my family. And interestingly enough, the commissioner for the uh, Florida Department of Agriculture at the time was Charles Bronson. So my first permit said Charles Bronson was the issuer, which I thought was pretty fantastic. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. The Charles Bronson? No, it was a different Charles Bronson. (laughs) Oh, man. I was about to get excited for a second and be like, 
Dude, wow. Charlie Bronson? Yeah, you Look, can I go- even got the rope. <laughs> you Charlie Google Bronson's yeah. got the rope. Yeah, he was the commissioner of the uh, Department cool. of Agriculture That's at the time, cool. Charles Bronson. That's pretty neat. So I I, uh, I go down to Florida usually about once a year and teach, and you, as you know, Clint, uh, teach in the American Police Hall of Fame Museum. I do the multi-state course, which includes Utah and Florida, and, and I run across this, the questions about Florida, and uh, there's a lot of people that want to go to Florida just for vacation. Um, but while I'm in Florida annually, I get a lot of people in Florida and they find out I'm from New York. They're like, don't you come down here. Don't you bring that, yeah. that those liberal mindsets. Wash it off at the yeah, border. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I hear it from Floridians that they don't want that coming down because they see it changing mm. and they know people are retiring and moving there because there's no income tax, et cetera, which it's a great place to go. But, yeah. uh, you know, you're, it's uh, Florida is water. a unique state. It is. In that. It is a place that people tend to want to gravitate to later in life, you know. Yeah. So there are a lot of retirees that live in Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, many of them have spent an entire life earning a very honest living, yeah. and they've paid a lot of taxes, and they've seen a lot of po- political ideologies come and go, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so and in advanced age, as you get older, I'd like to think you get wiser, right? You know, I've run into a lot of retirees in Florida, and I love to talk to them. I love yeah. to have chats with them because. I always love to see kind of where their mind is at. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, down here, we call them snowbirds. The ones that visit in yeah. the in the winter time to come down in the warmer weather, and right. then they go home to work, you know, in the summer or whatever. But the retirees, we can call them snowbirds, too, especially when they come from, like, up north. Mm-hmm. So I love talking to them because I always like to hear some different perspective and, and get an idea where they're from. And nine times out of ten, most of the retirees that I talk to – they're like, look, you know, I want to hang out and have fun with the grandkids and play in the beach mm. and go over the range and shoot my gun, hang out, be ride left, a horse. Be left alone. Be left alone. Yeah. Do my thing. And most of them are just freedom-loving, peace-loving people. And But they respect and understand the sanctity and importance of the Second Amendment. And I do, you know, particularly, I will question a lot of people about the Second Amendment. You know, what do you think about guns? You live in Florida, whatever. And even some of the ones are like, oh, well, I moved down here from Wisconsin or I came from New York or I came, I ran into people that used to live in Michigan and, and, you know, everywhere, right? California, lots of Californians retire and move to Florida. Well, that's fine. And a lot of them tend to go, you know, hey, I just love the freedom attitude of the state. Like they view it as a general attitude of holistic freedom. And I I think that that's a positive thing overall. Well, keep in mind, you have, you have a lot of Cubans in Florida. And, you know, we're seeing what's happening right now. And, you know, traditionally, most Cuban families are are more conservative. And they certainly love liberty because they escaped tyranny to get there. They know. And or their family did or their relatives are still there. And as we love Miami. Yeah, we're seeing what's going on in in, uh, Cuba right now. So, you know, those folks have been very much an advocate for freedom moving forward and liberty, Mm -hmm. you know, like the locked and loaded Latinas, you know, the Latinos, they've been a a great voice in helping to bring the second amendment cause to that group of citizens. And that's what we see a lot in Florida too. So I think moving forward, they can help us bring things back to the side of Liberty when things like this happen and these type of court cases are upheld. I think that it's just important to acknowledge these things and to keep an eye on them, right? I mean, is it to say that Floridians as a whole are anti-gun? Of course not. No. Floridians as a whole love guns. Uh, it All it takes is a couple of bad apples. Now, in a previous gun gripe, uh, Clint and Matt and I, you know, we discussed the importance of having recorded votes and really pushing your elected rep- representatives 
to actually go through and record their votes on a given uh, bill or whatever, even if it may not make it to the governor's desk, or even if the governor may, you know, veto uh, the bill, that's okay. At least there's a recorded vote. So this also proves that when you look at the legislative process that went through to put this into place, I don't recall precisely if it was just like an executive order uh, from the governor or if it went through legislative process, but be that as it may, either or, uh, regardless. The important part is that you know who's on your side and who isn't, and you know where their allegiances lie and where they don't. So it's important to recognize the people that stood by you uh, as and your ability to own a firearm or buy a firearm under the age of 21, right? you know, to at least, you know, stay what we've always associated as being the normal age to buy a firearm. You know who's going to stay on your side in that regard, and you know who isn't. Very true. Very true. So anything else we got for Florida? Other great, than want to go there, and great go place to go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I do like Miami. Miami is a different vibe, you know. Like it's kind of a little bit of a different place, but I love the cultures in Miami. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different people down there, and I love the cuisine. There's so much great food, and there's some fun stuff to do. The beaches are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a really cool place to visit, and you can kind of tell that you know folks down there kind of march to the beat of their own drum. Large cities have a pulse. Mm-hmm. They have a soul. You know what I mean? And and every city's a little different, but they all have this sort of it's like when you get so many people in such a small place, it it really changes the overall attitude of the way people look at uh, various topics. So that's why you'll tend to see a lot of larger cities be a little more on the anti-gun side than they are pro-gun because I guess at, at its heart when you get enough human beings in one place they hate each other. <laughs> I mean maybe it's a different vibe, I don't know, but uh, I'd like to think that Florida as a whole is, is relatively pro-gun, but I just wanted to make this video. I wasn't sure. Some of you might not have been familiar with this, uh, so we thought we'd make a you know quick gun gripe. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. while we're talking about Florida, I have to throw a shout-out to Mike from Arms Room Radio. He's actually runs Trigger Pressers Union Local Number 2 in Orlando. He's the uh, he he runs local number two. So I love Orlando. That's yeah. a great town. I mean, yeah. you know, I think that what Orlando, what the city of Orlando and that whole area has done, just as a whole, just for in terms of economics, mm-hmm. they have done a really great job of having such wonderful tourism and making it accessible for a lot of people and making a comfortable environment and a safe environment. And uh, every time I visit Orlando, I've always loved the area. Uh, it's a really cool place. I've and got of course, some you know. Disney dollars from the early 90s. I think they're worth more than American currency now. Oh, right? probably. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can switch to Disney dollars. We, might, should, uh, we, we might should. be heading that way. Get on the get on the mouse standard instead of... The mouse standard? <laughs> <laughs> so so is a bear or a bull market? That's a mouse market. <laughs> That's cool. Well, guys, thanks so much for watching today's Gun Gripe. You hope, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Make sure, uh, you know... If you want to support our channel directly, you can go over to Ballista Gink, pick yourself up a snazzy t-shirt. Uh, you can go over to Patreon, support us directly on Patreon if you will, if you wish to. Sorry, I can't talk today. Uh, you can also support Meet the Pressers on Patreon if you want to as well. We've also got some great man cans available if you want to uh, pick up a merchandise box to support us. Uh, we'd greatly cool. appreciate that. And also, uh, just quickly, where can they find you guys on social media? I know you are on YouTube. Yeah, it's Meet the Pressers is on everything. So meetthepressers.com is the website, and then Meet the Pressers on Instagram, YouTube, And Facebook, you're on Twitter as well. Twitter yeah. as well. Awesome. Y'all need to start posting on Twitter more often. We do. Yeah, we, do. We, do. we do. Awesome. Have a good one, guys. Thank you for watching. Many more videos on the way. We'll see you soon.